0: Yo, what is up, everybody? Welcome back to the 80 20 series. I'm your host,
1: Jeremy. And I'm Daniel. And on this series, we break down the 20 factor, the motivation that
0: drives a person to do what they love to do. Yo, what is up, everybody? Welcome back to the 80 20 series. So today, it's going to be more of a casual conversation. We're not going to be necessarily talking about the 20 factor or each other's 20 factors, but more so what we're doing about the 20 factor. And I guess a great place to start right now is actually Winners Collective as a brand. So if you've only heard of Winners Collective through the podcast, it may seem like a podcasting brand. But before that, it was actually an apparel brand.
1: Yeah. And I think that's a good place to start, Jeremy, because we have been getting a couple DMs from people and they're all asking, so what's going on with Winners Collective? You know, where are the pieces? Are you guys still doing clothing? Uh, we're seeing the podcast. And so to answer that question, Winners Collective, first and foremost, did start as a clothing brand. And so we are an athletic lifestyle apparel brand. And so we manufacture custom cut and sew pieces for you know occasions like the gym uh, for fitness for um, outside wear active wear all different types of lifestyle and in terms of the current progress of where we're at you know jeremy and i did launch this podcast because we thought it would be an amazing and wonderful outlet for us to really highlight the mission statement of winners collective which is be the 20 move the 80
0: and so far it's been pretty good man what do you think yeah I, i think so too And to be completely transparent with you guys, a big part of the direction of the brand and branding altogether was I think it's so cool to see pieces, clothing pieces, just being advertised, like, you know, highlighted and showcased across social media through photos and videos. But through it all, it's just like at one point, everything. Kind of looks the same. Mm -hmm. So, like going over with you, I was like, you know, I think Winners Collective needs to go to a a a branding stage where there's more of a story behind it. Right. And then the question came up, where it was, how do we talk about a? How do we keep talking about Winners Collective? How do we keep showing Winners Collective Mm -hmm. without showing Winners Collective? Right. Right. And. I think the podcast has been cool because we've been able to capture multiple stories, Mm -hmm. share those stories. Side note, we have an amazing lineup of talent, people from all shapes, sizes, and backgrounds like coming in to share their stories with you. So stay tuned for that in future podcasts. (laughs) But where it's at right now is it's just kind of cool to catch the 20 factor from other people. And it's like all of this is uh, representative of our own brand. Right, right. And I know, I'm sure you can agree too, but
1: after these podcasts, I just get this rush of excitement because it's so motivating to hear everybody else's story, you know, their yeah. 20 factor. And after it's said and done and the podcast is finished, I just have this new spark of motivation based on the conversations we have with everybody. And it's just awesome to see. And it's just been really fun, man. So this this has been
0: a, a good experience so far. Yeah, so far. Agreed. And then as far as the pieces go, We kind of touched based on this concept in a previous podcast where we mentioned like adapt or die. So the full truth and the transparency behind everything going on is COVID is prevalent and our manufacturers overseas is actually facing difficulty with that. So Daniel, if you can run by like some statistics or like what's actually happening over there.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, you know, first and foremost, uh, in terms of the new pieces, Jeremy and I have been working on releasing uh, a new piece, which is supposed to be, I don't know if it's a secret, but a vintage tea. And mm-hmm. so we've been working on that for a couple months now. We've been going through different rounds of samples. Yeah. And uh, we were really excited because we wanted to, you know, get the ball rolling. But as of now, right now, or sorry, as of right now, there has been a couple delays overseas. Uh, like Jeremy mentioned, COVID is still, you know, happening and is the, The COVID is spreading. And so because of that, there are a lot of limitations when it comes to manufacturing. And so we're at this weird place where the factory, they are still manufacturing our pieces, but they are moving a little bit slower. Yeah. Because certain areas are shut down or certain areas are in the threat of being shut down. Uh, But, you know, regardless of all that, we are still working on it and we should get another update from the factory in the next couple of days. And hopefully, hopefully crossing our fingers, we crossing can it. You know, get the ball rolling into production.
0: Yeah, it's it's really tough because Daniel's already in the e-commerce space and the manufacturing space altogether. So for me as a content creator, like this is so new to me where if I want to create a piece of content, it's more like, here's all the equipment. Let's do it. Shoot it, record it, edit it, done. And it's like, all right, we've met the deadline. But on this, it's like, there's so many moving pieces and it's like, Dude, again. Or like yeah. if, if the manufacturer like didn't capture fully our vision, it's like, oh,
1: fuck again. Yep. Yes. Like- no, no, no. That You hit the <laughs> nail on the head, bro. Like it, there's so many external factors that are out of your control. And I think that's what makes manufacturing so difficult. Yeah. You know, it's exactly like you said, you know, you could have a plan, but the truth of the matter is the other half of your plan is happening halfway across the world. Yeah. And so it's not like you can be right next to them and say, hey, do it this way. Hey, can you please fix that? You know, things sometimes get lost in translation via messages or email or, yeah. you know, WeChat. And so I truly think one of the the biggest obstacles and, and difficulties of manufacturing is the communication. Yeah. So, I mean, you bring a good point. You know, when people see from the outside, they kind of see like, okay, he's just All making a piece. stuff you know? happening. You know, yeah. wait,
0: correct me if I'm wrong, too. Do manufacturers just prioritize bigger brands? Like, it, like in my head, it would make a lot more sense to double down and invest into Nike's pieces than Winner's Collective because Nike's gonna have an order of like twenty thousand units right. versus for us, it's like, uh, uh we have a hundred. Right, right. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> a good point. And, um,
1: you know, the factories definitely do prioritize based off of the PO amounts. Yeah. And um, for that reason, though. We do try to gravitate more towards the factories that are small to medium size because the larger ones, like you said, they already have um, a lot of companies lined up. You know, they're working with the powerhouse of apparel like Uniqlo, Zara, H&M. And so chances are, if you go to places like that, yeah, they have production lines dedicated specifically to those customers. Damn. And then so if you go to smaller places, again, they could pay better attention to small, medium businesses. But the negative of that is they move slower. They yeah, have a smaller yeah. team, less resources. So it's a double-edged sword. But, uh, I mean, that's just how it is, right? It's, you uh, know, you you work to get to that certain level where you become so large that they do prioritize you. Yeah. But it all comes down to accountability and really just, you know, chipping away at the manufacturers, the people you're working with and reminding them. It's just sometimes when things get hectic over there, you know, they either take a little bit longer or make a mistake because they're rushing. And, you know, sometimes that stuff is out of our control. Damn.
0: Yeah, that sucks. So, I mean, uh, it sounds kind of cheesy, but we really do need your support. So if you're listening right now, if you haven't copped any Winners Collective, there are units in stock and I'm super proud of all of the collections, like we wouldn't have made these pieces if we weren't excited about it. Yeah. But the current pieces are absolutely amazing and I promise you, if you touch the fabric, you feel it, this is like, you won't find this on like a, a stock like Alibaba. Like this is cut and <laughs> sewn
1: Right, right. And on that note, Jeremy, what is, okay, no bias, no, you know, this uh-huh. is just complete honesty. Okay. Out of all of the collection, what is your favorite piece and why? <sighs> Ooh, this is, a,
0: a t- okay, It's probably the most underrated one, but it's actually the free fall long sleeve. It's that. So it's a long sleeve. It's black. It's sleek. It has this uh, fabric that I would, the only way if you were to understand the description of it would be dry fit by Nike. So it's like Mm -hmm. that. It's like sweat wicking. But the coolest thing is the the side panels are vented. So you actually get a good amount of air. Like I can actually play tennis in this long sleeve at 12 PM because it does a good job venting all the stuff and my favorite part about that piece too is the weight of it it's actually a little bit heavier than most long sleeves but this is nice because if you're doing aggressive uh, dynamic movements when you come back to rest the piece just kind of sits back into place naturally versus like if you're super sweaty and the piece is like sticky and stuff sometimes that piece gets like bunched up in like your shoulder or something and then it makes it hard. It's like annoying. It's like these little things that you have to like adjust periodically. Uh I don't know if anyone else loves clothes as much as we do, but that's one thing that I look for and it's like, oh, it's so nice that it's already back in place. Like it's good to go again.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I mean, that's pretty much it, bro. Because when I chose the fabric for that, I chose the specific fabric that we went with because do you ever feel like when you're wearing it, when it's cold, it keeps you warm, but when you're warm, it keeps you cool. Yeah. You you feel that, right? I agree. Agreed, yeah. That's why I called it the free fall, because it kind of feels like you're falling in air because of how cool it is. And oh. so that that's where the name came from. But I completely agree with you. I was gonna say the free fall, but because you already said it, I will choose <laughs> a different piece. Uh huh. Um, I would say an underrated piece is the Terry Stadium tea. A- agreed. Because yeah. I I just think it's so unique and versatile. Like for me personally, I love it because I could wear it to the gym, but I could also style it for just lifestyle wear. Yeah. And the other day I was wearing a nice French Terry shorts and it was, it was one of the, the shorter fits. And on yeah. top of that, I just threw on the French terry tee, the gray one. But
0: you got to paint a picture of the French terry tee for everyone listening because they have True. no visuals of this. Like, okay. what, is, what does it look like? Yeah.
1: Go to www.winuscollective8020.com. <laughs> but if you don't have immediate access to it. Okay. So it's pretty much a t-shirt, but it's different in a sense where the weight of the fabric is going to be heavier than your traditional tees. Uh-huh. And so when you're holding it, you could definitely feel uh, a weight to it. And so the reason for that is when you put it on, it'll give you that relaxed fit. Yeah. And a feature of that product is if you look at the arm sleeve, yeah, yeah. Um, it has a ribbed, uh, ribbed feature. And so what that means is if you look at the pictures, it'll show the fabric and then it'll show the stitching at the end of it being flipped. So ribbed. Yeah. And then that's how they stitched it. And that's kind of to to give a little unique twist to the piece. Yeah, it's a nice flair. Yeah, exactly. Because, you know, you're at the gym or wherever you are. Sometimes people like to flip their sleeves and we're like, fuck, let's just add that to our piece. And that's kind of like how we did it. But it, it's I like it, bro, because I could wear it with anything, dude. When I go out, wear a nice pair of denim jeans. I just put it on. It goes well with it. Yeah. Uh, I wear shorts. goes well with it and it's just super minimalistic so that's the piece that i would go with
0: yeah okay i feel you you know i'm actually upset that if you look at the women's lines uh-huh. there's the is it is it the, Verdant, the veranda the veranda i, yeah. I can't I always butchered that i don't know why the veranda shorts yeah like uh i got two pairs for my wife and uh-huh. she absolutely loves them and i love them too because when i feel the fabric it feels so good and i look at the men's line i'm like dude why is there not yeah. like a, a complimentary bro, short for this? Honestly, low key, the woman's
1: side is heat, bro. And <laughs> I know, like, I could say that 10 times, but I know I don't have the credibility because I'm not a girl myself. Uh huh. But when we were designing it and looking for the fabric, bro, the woman's side, it was just so comfortable. And the veranda shorts, I completely agree with you. That literally feels like you're. Running naked in the clouds, bro. Like that's how that's how comfortable it is, bro. You tried it on. I I mean, I felt it on my body. Like I was like rubbing it. I was like, damn, this is really soft and like silky. Yeah. And that's what a lot of girls who who give it a chance they say. And I I agree. I mean, the woman side is low key slept on. Um. So any yeah. female listeners, if you're hearing this, give it a shot. You know, you won't be disappointed. I promise you. You will not be disappointed. Yeah. But, I mean, Jeremy brings up a good point. Maybe we should experiment and maybe make that into a, a men's shorts. Yeah. Uh, re- we'll re- shorts. yeah. I don't know. Or we remarket it as
0: like a men's booty short, men's booty short, short, men's CrossFit Yeah. I don't know. Something. Just keep it like super low. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's a good spot for favorite pieces all together. But. All in all, like when we're looking at pieces and stuff, I'm excited that the pieces we do produce are actually pretty different from what's already existing into my closet too. Mm -hmm. Because I think like when it comes to clothes, I hate buying stuff that feels repetitive. And it's like the same thing over and over. It's like, I love when there's actually some functionality behind it. Right. Yeah, I know you love that, bro.
1: Because every time we talk about clothing, this man, Jeremy over here, knows exactly what he wants, dude. Like when we're going through sampling processes, he's like, bro, wouldn't it be cool if we added like a cut here or like mesh here so that when i'm moving or playing tennis like the air will go and you know i'll I'll be more aerodynamic and stuff this dude is so specific which is super dope because you know it allows me to kind of look at pieces in a different light and so when i say this man knows what he wants he knows what he wants man and if he doesn't like a piece he'll let me know too yeah and so it's it's straight
0: honesty (laughs) you know what would be really cool is if one day like our design and functionality actually goes forward to inspire like f- full-time athletes yeah. to actually just want to rock our pieces. And imagine if like Winners Collective could sponsor like, like a Christian Ronaldo or something. Yeah. Dude, yeah. That'd be f- bro. That, that that'd would be a dream. Man. Or that'd like an entire football team or something, dude. Yeah. That would be a dream, Holy bro. Cow.
1: I mean, that's like the level of like Nike Adidas, yeah. you know, Under Armour.
0: Yeah. Fingers crossed we get there. Yeah. But I mean, so sorry again for the delay guys. Like we want to get this piece out to you, but at the same time we want to make sure it's up to our standards in terms of quality functionality and what it's going to be able to actually do for you in your closet. Like we don't want this to be like, we don't want you to feel like a walking billboard or like this is like a one time piece that just supports us. Like we want you to actually like rock this and love what you're wearing. Right. Yeah. And to add to Jeremy, You know, I want to say sorry as well
1: on my end because, you know, I am responsible for the manufacturing side. There are delays, but just know that we did put a lot of thought and time into this new piece we plan on dropping soon. I don't know how much of it we can tell tell them, but, I mean, it is something different, you know, in a sense where it's a different type of wash. It's a different type of distress, and it's a different type of vibe, so... Yeah. It's wow, you did time. a better
0: job of describing the new piece than the French terry. No, sorry, yeah. <laughs> really, yeah. on, I just said like three three words, bro. Yeah, that's more than the French terry tea Originally, you're like, it's a t-shirt. And this one was like, you're like, I can't, I don't know what we can tell, but it's a wash. Bro, but you know, it's because of the suspense really factor, man. The suspense I, dude, factor. Dude, I can't wait for this piece to come. It's going to be fucking dope. Man. Yeah, I agree. We were literally, sorry, we're like going in on this. It's a tangent, yeah, but hey, it's cool. When that piece came, We, like, flipped it inside out and we wore it like that. And we're like, wait a minute. This actually looks cool, too. Yep.
1: And it was was funny because it was a different style, right? Even for you, Jeremy. Because I remember you always bought Winner's Collective pieces in either, like, a small or medium. But for this one, you wore a large and it was definitely a different look. But it looked fresh as fuck, bro. I'm not going to (laughs) lie.
0: Yeah. Hey, thanks, man. But... Yeah, I'm just experimenting with more clothing styles just because it's like, why not? Life life is too short to not know if you look good in an extra large or not, you know? I
1: agree. I yeah, agree. it was a
0: completely different fashion style. Like in terms of what I wear when I go out and what I wear to the gym, I'm usually like a small or a medium. But this one, I was like, dude, extra large. All right. Feeling myself yeah. here. Wait,
1: it was a large, right? I think it was a large, large, actually. large. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. Yeah. Just, just don't want to get people
0: to be like, shit, I think I should get an extra large.
1: And then <laughs> bigger, but
0: Yeah. For reference, I'm about 5'8", five, 5'9". Five, so if you see me rocking this and it's like that baggier look, know that it's probably most likely a large. Yep. That's correct. <laughs> so in the last podcast, we talked about accountability. Let's get some updates on that, man. Like you said- you're gonna dun, do done <laughs> right? You said you're gonna do three TikTok posts per week. I'm gonna be honest; I've seen a few, and I haven't been on your page to like creepily stalk you to make sure you did three weeks. So where are you at with that?
1: Yeah. So last week I made that commitment on the podcast, and I have been actually making content a couple times a week, and I've released two videos so far this week. And what is it, Wednesday? And then yeah. I plan on releasing another one tomorrow. So that'll be three this week. And so, I mean, if I could do more, bro, I'm going to try to do more. But for yeah. sure, I got to hit that three because that's what I, I promised you and promised the listeners. And so I got to be a man of my word. But yeah. it's, bro, it, here's the funny thing, though. I didn't realize how difficult content creating was until I had to do it, you know, <laughs> like consistently. It's, it's a lot of work, man. And, like, it's a lot of... Thought that goes into it and when you're on the app and trying to make the video, that shit takes some time, bro. Maybe I'm a noob. Like I know there's some people who probably whip it up in like 10 minutes, but I'm like sitting there like, oh shoot, I gotta change this. I gotta make the music <laughs> audio go to this. And Dude, it yeah. takes me a while, bro.
0: You know, it's funny that you say that because I I would say I'm a Final Cut Pro wizard, but if you ask me to edit videos on like TikTok in the native app, I literally don't know half yeah. the tools. Like I'm like what the heck is this like green screen thing or how do you do this like if you tell me to do a green screen video i know like shoot it in the background put this like uh over key or high key like effect onto like the clip and then in final cut it all makes sense but in tiktok it's like there's a filter. Yeah, you just click it. Like what,
1: bro? We need the help, so I'm gonna use this time to say, any Gen Z interns out there, <laughs> hit us up if you are looking for some internships. We could use, you know, your knowledge, your expertise with this TikTok app. Oh that's yeah, going totally. On, you know,
0: we're we're actually a le- <laughs> we're a legit company too. If you, so, if you need signatures, yeah, bro, we are a legit <laughs> company. Yeah, bro, come
1: on, we'll sign your signatures for college hours, all that stuff. But yeah,
0: no, like a dead ass like serious right now if you're listening and you want like an internship we would love to help <laughs> yep yep and it, it's it'll be
1: exciting man yeah i know we were just joking now but in all honesty if there's anybody who's seriously considering it reach out to jeremy or myself and yeah. uh we're thinking about slowly expanding a little bit and we could use some help in different areas and also learn from you in the process. Yeah. You guys will get some dope clothes. (laughs) We'll all hang out, do some cool shit. We'll get
0: you on the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, So, bro, so you did the three per week or you're going to get the third one tomorrow, mm -hmm. right? What does that feel like? Like, I know like in content creation, from my own experience, it's basically like, you have to take an idea and then you execute on it and it's just like this thing out of thin air. So like, what are you doing throughout the day? And then what gets you like, making the piece of content.
1: Yeah. So at this point, it's really just keeping myself accountable and having other people keep me accountable, which is something that you do. um, Something that Renz does too. Um, And shout out Renz. I mean, that guy hits me up almost every day and he just checks in or he sends me inspo ideas. And so at this point, it's really just doing it, man. And so I just kind of plan out certain days where i say okay i'm gonna do recording of videos all throughout these days whether it's like monday wednesday friday or tuesday thursday and then i'm gonna plan out what i'm going to post and then work on it to release it on this specific day and so i have like a, a, a slight schedule like that uh-huh. but i mean sometimes i have to freeball it you know i have to freestyle it i have to kind of go with the flow and see what happens but I do want to try to experiment with different types of videos, but I feel like I need to keep doing more research to try to figure out what I can do. Because I don't know if I'm the best dancer, bro. So I can't be doing <laughs> like those little trends where people are like dancing and doing all this crazy choreography. And so I, I, I got to figure it out.
0: Maybe that's your niche. You look at, you look at the trends. Uh-huh. And you try to do the dance, but you just fail. And I think that's actually more relatable to like 90% yeah. of the population bro, than like actually go, doing the dance. Go viral for
1: like Asian guy who fails at dancing. <laughs> yeah, you're, the, you're
0: the only Asian guy can't dance. Yeah, Asian you. guy can't dance, dude. Imagine you pull up on the street and someone's like, oh, you're the guy that can't dance. <laughs> yeah,
1: bro, shoot. I don't know if that's a good thing, bro. <laughs> but yeah, but other than that, it's been fun. Um, yeah. But like I said, it's... I'm trying to enjoy the process a bit more yeah, and I'm trying to look at it as more of like, a, oh, I want to do this because it's fun and because, you know, I want to develop and grow in specific areas other than social media. And what I mean by that is like self-confidence, too because something about, you know, recording yourself, being in front of a camera, it helps with uh, self-confidence, you know? And I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure you could, I was going to ask you this too, but it's like for you, you've done it for such a long time. And I'm sure if you look back to the very first video you made to where you're at now, it's a completely different person.
0: Man, now that you mention it and I like really think about it, I agree like 1000%, like the type of content I've been putting out in the past versus like where it's at now. And even like what I want to do for future pieces of content it's all so vastly different mm-hmm. even now like a part of me is like okay there's this new space now short term short form video seems to be like the medium and it's so easy to replicate it on TikTok and then bring it over to Reels bring it over to YouTube Shorts mm-hmm. so if you guys are trying that make sure you hit all three platforms <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, all right, this is what I got to do. But now it's like, I'm so used to shooting carousels. So specific to Instagram carousels is when you put multiple pieces of content into like one post and you can swipe left on it and then you see all the other like swipes. Mm -hmm. Now it's like, just make one like short video and make that thing hold everything. And then the game is, the big picture is you need to capture attention for as long as you can. And the longer you can capture it in the short Term, short form video, the better the analytics, the better the engagement, and right. it just makes like, like that's that's the game. Mm-hmm. But now as a creator, it's just like, all right, how do I do that? Like, yeah. what what do I do that's like interesting? Like, how do I make you watch me for right thirty seconds? Like the full thirty seconds. Yeah. It's like, do I do pranks? Like, do I do like fitness memes and mm-hmm. stuff? And it's always so hard trying to figure out and navigate through that, but. I think the last time we talked, I mentioned, like, one of my uh, TikToks went viral, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that thing, get this, guys. It peaked out at 1.7 million views. Damn. What was it at before? Like, 900,000 views? I think we said it was, like, at, like, 800, 800. 700K, which which is yeah that's really good that's fucking huge but this like a million more people later like i was like what the fuck yeah dude shout out to
1: the 300 views club
0: (laughs) aka me (laughs) bro but that's the thing because remember like tiktok's not my platform and i have not shouted it out from my instagram and all that like it like this is its own like wheel yeah and granted like i've been lucky enough to average maybe like one to two thousand but even before that like it was just like a bunch of spam posts to like get to that point Mm, okay so even at that point it wasn't really doing it this was the first thing that was just like boom dude what the fuck do we do next right right yeah so
1: what happened after you got the 1.7 million views did you follow up with another video like you said
0: yeah i did so in my mind i was like okay the thing that makes sense is to continue some of this somehow like make a mini series of it and then like kind of almost what's for lack of a better word like exploit like this uh trend for as long (laughs) as i can you know it's like i don't know what's feeding this algorithm but i I just gotta roll with it yeah so i was like all right everyone's asking about the door handle so i just made like a separate individual video for the door handle and that got a couple thousand views nothing like that same like million mark Mm -hmm. so the momentum wasn't quite there and then i was like okay let's try another a uh, gym video. And this time it was like tour my gym right, part right. two. And then that one actually did pretty good. But I mean, still in the thousands, I, I think it got like 88 K views, Oh damn, okay. which which is a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Especially for the account. But in the grand scheme of things compared to like that video that went viral, it just, right. it just wasn't as hot. So, I mean, I told you guys that I was going to try to uh, take advantage of it as much as I could. And I did my best, but it looks like that momentum is gone. And now we're kind of back to square one where it's like, all right, What do we do next?
1: Right. And so question for you. Do you think or let me rephrase that. How do you feel like one can get that momentum? I mean, do factors like when you post matter or do things like um, the cover image of your video? Because for me, like I've just been posting whenever the hell I have the time. But I don't know. Maybe I'm doing it wrong. And so wanted to ask your perspective.
0: Yeah. I mean biggest thing is when we did our ian podcast like i really took home a lot of the stuff he said to heart and one Mm -hmm. of the most important things he said at least to me was he felt that if a piece was meant to go viral Mm -hmm. it will okay and on that note i was like all right i think if i do my uh, home gym tour it's so different from what's already out there right right and like we took the effort to make this whole space look really, really nice. It's the fingerprint door handle. Man. Yeah. It's just like a funny touch to it, too. Like, I was like, I think this is just so unique that it will go viral. And it did. Yeah. Like, I don't think that happens often with a lot of people where, you know, like, you plan this whole piece of content and you expect it to go viral. And mm-hmm. it does. This one, like, I planned for it, expected it, and it did. I just didn't have a follow-up plan thereafter. Right. But in terms of, like, a posting hour... I just posted at nine a.m., which is kind of like when I normally post Instagram and stuff. And it's mm-hmm. actually like, according to my analytics, not my prime time to post. So right. I was like, "Whatever, let's just see what happens." And yeah, it just kind of rolled in.
1: So before you posted it, you felt pretty good about the video, right? Is that what you are saying? Like, and you you had a yeah. good
0: feeling. I had a really good feeling about this. Okay. I was like, "I think okay. that's this sick, gonna bro. Do Hot. That's dope." Yeah, which yeah, thanks, man. It's kind of it's kind of sucky right now because it's like the content I've been making. I was like. I
1: don't know. (laughs) But (laughs) I mean, I feel like you can't really look at it like that because I just feel like sometimes with TikTok, it's a a different channel. And so, I mean, bro, you see people posting like five second videos of them like, I don't know, doing nothing or like running or like. And then it works. Yeah. And it works. So I I don't think you should feel discouraged by it. If anything, I think it's super fucking dope that it got 1.7 million views. And that should at least give you the confidence now to say, fuck, you've done it now you can do it, can do it many it. more times if you can do it once yeah you can exactly do it again 100 percent. and so I feel like for you that's a good place to be in as a content creator because yeah. that's just a validation and now it's like all right Jeremy you've done it now it's finding out how to do it again yeah and so
0: props to you man thanks man dude words of wisdom from you today you sound like a social media master <laughs> oh dude. Shit, shit
1: man yeah Repeat my uh, TikTok account, guys. Uh, it is uh, D-E-E dot K-I-M-M for some 200 view videos. But regardless, I'm going to keep posting. And uh, let's see if I can figure this shit out too, bro.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know, I I mean, going on that same topic, just talking about our previous podcast too, like it was really cool to just be able to catch up with Ian and see like where he's at in terms of headspace and everything. And mm-hmm. when he said that he posted Correct me if I'm wrong. I think it was 10 times every single day for seven days. Yep, right. That's that's, correct. that's when his thing like popped off and like one of his videos just did it. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So a few of our listeners actually, mm-hmm. uh naming some in specific, Megan, my friend Megan actually like listened to the whole thing. She devised a plan uh-huh. and she was like, okay. Ian's kind of crazy like ten, 10 a day like I don't I don't know if I can do that but I'm <laughs> yeah. gonna try three I think I can do three okay so she did that and day one one of her TikToks broke like uh I think she told me it broke 600 views okay nice. Yeah, dude. which at the time was amazing because she averaged anywhere between like 10 to 50 views right and right. I just checked it this morning that shit's at Nine thousand views. Damn, yeah, dude, it's, that's crazy. Yeah, it's still, it's still going. So for her page, like she literally has nothing. Like she just started from scratch, and yeah. it's like it's just going. So right. if you guys are listening to this, like this, we're, we're giving away all the secrets like real time right now, and yeah. it's like, dude, this happened. Like we got it from the TikTok sensei, Ian himself, and people are actually taking it to heart, executing on it. Yeah, and, for like, sure, they're seeing stuff happen. It's like, holy dude, is that not motivating or yeah, what? That, it,
1: like, no, no, no. I completely agree because there are friends who I know too, who are now posting more on TikTok after that episode. And yeah, like you said, the ingredients for success is all in front of you. And now it's just making it happen.
0: And so, <laughs> that, I mean, that's what
1: we're trying to do. And it's awesome to see that other people are doing the same thing.
0: Yeah, dude. I'm. It's like, it's extra motivating to know that everyone's kind of doing the same thing too, because it's like, especially if they heard it from this podcast, it makes me want to just all right, I have to see this through as well because we were able to motivate our listeners. Yeah. And if they just take this and run without us, I don't want to get left behind, Bro, dude. It's, it's, it's an like,
1: accountability thing yeah, now, bro. It's, this,
0: it's totally accountability, dude. <laughs> <laughs> getting FOMO of getting left behind. Yeah, like every yeah. time I see Megan post like three times a day, I'm like, dude, I haven't even like made one piece of content Damn. yet. Like, come on. So, Good for
1: her though. That's awesome.
0: Yeah, I'm excited. I think I have a few other friends like updating to you and I got to double check in on them and just see like where they're at.
1: Yeah. Nice, dude. Yeah. I mean, Ian gave a lot of great stuff on it. If you guys haven't listened yet, it was episode three. Yeah. He literally breaks down how he went from a couple hundred followers to millions. To millions. And he gives it to you all in one straight podcast, guys. And, you know, take a listen if you've ever been interested in that space. Yeah. I know for myself and Jeremy, too. I learned a lot of pretty incredible things that night. You know, Yeah. A lot.
0: And I mean, it's kind of cool what my favorite part about this podcast is being able to connect with people like Ian in that sense like reconnect because it's mm-hmm. like I've, I feel like through college we've made all these amazing friends we've built amazing networks and COVID kind of just like came and shot everything down yeah. and it was like dude all right hey do you want to hang out right and you know <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah. it's like kind of awkward and weird but it's been cool to like reconnect and actually one of the guys that I want to bring onto the podcast in the future They run this company called Uh NimbleMade. And it was crazy to me because NimbleMade is also an e-commerce company at its heart where they're just selling products, Mm -hmm. their own specific products. Right. But you brought up that once iOS 14 rolled out and the privacy issues came, like ads kind of just shut everything down. But every time I see their stories, they're like just absolutely crushing it. Like their personal ones, not the brand ones. Right. And, and they're showing these orders of boxes just being stacked up. So I finally uh, hit the guy up and I was like, bro, what are you doing? Like, are, like, are you okay? Like, are, is it, are these like later grams or something? You know, like old posts. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> like, He's just flexing or, or like, what? What's up? And then he went on to explain to me like their, their business strategy and like what kind of like, actually kept them in the green and now like absolutely scaled where they are. And that was actually writing blogs. Ah, okay. Yeah. So it was like the act of writing the blog and some of them have been done like maybe like one or two years ago or something. Right. Right. They started just like naturally trending on Google search because Mm, SEO. Yeah. Like, like, like people are just searching it up, like genuinely, like, what do I pair a navy suit with? And they have <laughs> yeah. an article on yeah, that. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, no, like, no, no, for sure. And that's like so specific that no one searched that up. So of course they're gonna rank on that. Right, so right. All of a sudden it's just like traffic's coming in here. These shirts are getting recommended, and mm-hmm. then boom, business conversion. Yeah. And I was just like, dude, what the heck? It's. I guess what I'm trying to get with the story is whether you're in the social media space or you're doing e-commerce. Like there's these, there's all these things going out and there's just so much opportunity out there and it just makes me want to pound down like another like glass of monster or something <laughs> and just like work. Like, I feel like I'm not doing enough. You feel that way? I do. I do, man. I, I definitely get that feeling sometimes. Um,
1: but you're right. I mean, at the end of the day, there are many different channels that you could take, For business or for growth. Yeah. It's just a matter of uh, what route you decide to take and how much time and effort you're going to put into it. And perfect example is our commitment to this podcast. You know, it's like, you're right. Like the iOS rollout made it difficult for small, medium businesses to advertise. And so in order to adapt to that, we went ahead and started this podcast because we thought it would be another good avenue for us to really drive organic growth. And so that's our goal now. And so, You know, even though there's no payout or there's no immediate gratification, we're still going to pursue it. And we're going to keep going with it because in our minds, we believe that it's going to be worth it.
0: Yeah, 100 percent. And then is it okay if I reveal some podcast numbers right now or what? Sure. All right. So for you guys, our listeners, you guys mean the world to us right now. We are at an estimated 124 audiences that's nice. crazy. that's almost like a prime lecture hall like a science <laughs> lecture hall dude. I think that's like about 300 students we're almost halfway there that's yeah, crazy yeah but get this 72 percent of that is from the US okay guess our second biggest country uh t- 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 m- Indonesia no
1: that's Malaysia? our third actually
0: oh is it yeah Japan yeah our second biggest that's country crazy is Japan yeah do you have Japan followers? Bro, I don't really have many followers. I think it's you, bro. It's uh, maybe I don't know, but you know, wild flip side. Like I know, um, Indonesia is like a big uh, part of my analytics on Instagram, yeah, so that one yeah. made sense to me. But Japan, I was like, whoa, I don't That's know pretty where. sick, actually. Yeah, I wouldn't have guessed that. Like I thought it was
1: gonna be um, Indonesia. Yeah, and all right, all right, fourth country. Shoot, I don't even know, bro. Uh,
0: throw anything out there. fuck canada i don't know bro yeah uh where is canada oh actually canada's kind of down there but australia interesting yeah that i would have never guessed yeah out of nowhere so i'm gonna run down the list real quick so we just get them all we've got so after australia we got malaysia philippines india uk hong kong canada chile France, Netherlands, Germany, Turkey, Cambodia, Vietnam, Ireland, Taiwan, Singapore, Portugal, Mexico, Israel, and Norway. Where's South Korea, man? <laughs>
1: Damn. That's what you got out of that? I, I was <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, bro. But no, that's fucking awesome, bro. Yeah, like, I
0: was like, dude, half of these places I just said, like, I've never even yeah, same, visited in my same. life, and it's just like, thank you so much, everyone out there in the world, just taking the chance to giving us your time like this is insane yeah
1: that's insane like it's weird to think about like bro there's over a 100 people who are listening to us and uh i mean yeah thank you so much like i would have never imagined to do these podcasts until this (laughs) year and we just kind of bit the bullet and went straight into it and we appreciate every single one of you who uh tune in and it's so awesome to hear the people who are like reaching out to us and they're saying dude i listen to you guys during work or i listen to you guys during my commute yeah they're they're choosing to listen to our voices over the trending song on spotify (laughs) bro it's crazy and i'm just like damn i hope i didn't say anything stupid (laughs) or you know i I hope they enjoy
0: it so i i fuck
1: man appreciate it so much
0: yeah dude that's like absolutely wild I always check back through the analytics not cause like I wanna see big numbers or anything but more so for like the demographics mm-hmm. it's like always so wild to me to be like dude you're from the other side of the world yeah. from where I'm at right now like what in the that's like- crazy
1: Australia's pretty crazy bro that's nuts. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I think that was actually one of the places I said I wanted to visit too, huh? Yeah, you did. Australia, Singapore. Wait, I don't
1: think we released that podcast. Oh, top
0: secret stuff. Maybe in the future. Yeah, we could do another one. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, with where everything's at right now, I think what we're going to try to do is bring on more guests for you. So if you guys have any recommendations of people that you want us to like reach out and ask and share a story with, like we'd love to hear that hit us up in our DMS on Instagram. Cause I don't know if you can comment that mm-hmm. you probably, I have not seen a commenting platform yeah. thing on these podcasts, but yeah. you can DM us at winners collective and we'll do our best to like reach out to that person and bring him on here. And they don't have to be a celebrity. They don't have to be like some, uh, you know, like, big time clout person like we literally just want to meet up with awesome people Mm -hmm. and have awesome meaningful conversations and share stories that just kind of continue to motivate and inspire us and you guys yeah and to add to that
1: also if you guys have topics that you want us to discuss Jeremy and myself leave a comment on the Winners Collective page and we'll get straight into it man you know a lot of times we're here we're trying to think of topics and discussions to have and so if there's anything that you guys want us to discuss or get into we're super open and excited to hear yeah we're down for it
0: <laughs> oh emoji bro what emoji are we doing tonight? emoji okay so to wrap up the podcast today if you made it all the way to the end um because we talked about accountability making momentum and all this movement we're always trying to go up so i think it makes sense to do the rocket all right yeah to the moon to the moon don't put the moon put a rocket yeah, put a rocket ship <laughs> do the rocket ship so if you're hearing this podcast go on the winners collective page at winners collective and put up a moon, put a rocket emoji on the latest post. And that way, when people see that, they won't know what's up because they're not a part (laughs) of the podcast. You know what I'm saying? I like that. I like that. Yeah. So go there, drop that emoji. We're going to be looking out for it. And every time you interact with us, it means the world because honestly, that's the momentum that keeps us going. Yes, sir. Couldn't have said it better myself. (laughs) All right. We're going to wrap the podcast out here. Wait, quick note. We also have a sponsorship available i I keep forgetting to talk about this but if you uh, if you want to go out of your way to support us if this show means a lot to you and you really enjoy what we do and you want to ensure more right now there's literally zero dollars rolling in but anchor our platform we're publishing this on actually allows sponsorship so you can literally donate as little as 99 cents or as high as 10 bucks a month to just kind of keep the show going and i'm pretty sure that's going to motivate us too we have zero sponsors right now we're just putting in our own time but and and money to invest in these amazing
1: higher quality mics right here dude we we bought like two three in the last oh my god
0: right Don't tell them how in the red we are. (laughs) We honestly just love it, but any support would mean a ton to us. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be it. Make sure you put that rocket emoji on the latest post at Winners Collective. We love seeing that.
1: And we'll catch you next time. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Uh, Talk to you guys later. Peace. And on one final note, just wanted to remind everybody that brand new episodes are released every Monday at 820 a.m.
0: And while I still have your attention, if you've been enjoying these episodes, I just want to let you know that you can actually support this podcast with a small monthly donation to help us sustain future episodes. You can go as low as 99 cents for a monthly contribution and all the way up to 9.99. We don't make any money right now, but every little bit helps and we appreciate any and all support. Thank you so much.